two minutes it is uh, after 8 p.m. You tuned into Metro FM Talk with me, Ayabong Atgao. If you just joined us, uh, we are taking a look this evening at uh, some of the happenings uh, that uh, I guess have been enveloping Soweto. Uh, over the last uh, uh, 24 hours or so, we saw some looting happening in different parts of Soweto, Rocket, Lamini, Protea Glen, Dobsonville, Rockville, Nasazola. And uh, of course, the target, as is often the case um, in many of our communities, are the uh, shops of uh, local immig- or African immigrants, and in some cases, immigrants from the global south, uh, including Pakistani and Indian uh, immigrants as well, into our country. And uh, it certainly does re- put up a lot of vexing questions, uh, least of all for me. And uh, uh, I'm always open uh, to hear some of your perspectives on this particular issue because I do know it's an issue close to many of our homes, close to, uh, I guess, many of our hearts and uh, is uh, often uh, front of mind for all of us. And uh, a colleague of mine earlier on today was asking the question, uh, why is it if indeed, uh, you know, why, why is it that uh, uh, we allow, you know, many of these uh, uh, immigrant entrepreneurs to, to rent our homes in some cases to operate their businesses or we even uh, uh, patron, uh, we are patrons of some of their operations uh, right until, of course, we all get angry and we say, but was Tengseli fake stuff or anything of that kind. Um, and if indeed it is fake stuff, uh, why, why, why do we, when we understand we want to make some kind of political statement uh, through a protest uh, and uh, in so doing we, we loot, why is it that uh, we take the self-same things that we say are fake? Uh, and if so, I mean, why would we do that? I'm quite interested in all of those questions and uh, I certainly know uh, that... Uh, uh, you know, some of them are rhetorical and uh, certainly need no answer or uh, I'm not anticipating or expecting a response. But uh, I'm quite interested in what you think about uh, this particular issue and uh, what some of your perspectives are on this one. And uh, we are first going to be a, uh, catching up with the SABC reporter, uh, Sashin Naidu, uh, who has been following this particular story and uh, who's going to tell us all about uh, what's been happening uh, in Soweto. Sashin, good evening to you and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Hi, good evening. Thank you for having me. Sashin, you've been following what's happening over the last 24 hours or so. Just paint a picture for us of uh, what's happening. I mean, I was saying to our listeners that uh, after uh, we last spoke uh, yesterday uh, with uh, them and uh, saw some of the visuals on the uh, television and it certainly came as a shock and a surprise. Uh, but uh, it's certainly something that I guess was seen by many as, you know, a flash in a pan and a very uh, spontaneous uh, action. What do you make of it? Yes, that is correct. Well, from yesterday afternoon going into the night, we did see quite uh, sporadic scenes of violence uh, in many areas of Soweto where residents took it upon themselves to actually go and loot uh, foreign-owned shops and attack foreign nationals in some instances. However, that wasn't the case today where things were quite quiet throughout the day. Mm. I was, in fact, there from about 6 o'clock this morning where, you know, the situation in all those areas that were affected was uh, actually quite quiet and there wasn't much happening. However, the latest that we have heard is that 11 people have been arrested uh, and those are the people who were already found uh, by around 2 o'clock this afternoon. And they, in fact, have been charged with being in possession of stolen goods as well as public violence.
Mm. And maybe just, uh, you know, track things back a little for us before uh, the calm we saw today. We do know that uh, the uh, MEC of Economic Development in the province of Gauteng was there on the scene earlier on today. But what in essence happened last night? Uh, We've seen some of the visuals there of, uh, I guess, what has uh, been left in the wake of that uh, kind of devastation here. And I must say the debris doesn't look too good. What, what, What in essence happened last night? Well, basically what happened last night is that many residents of Soweto actually said that due to what happened in the Johannesburg CBD about two weeks ago when hundreds of foreign nationals attacked police when they were trying to conduct a raid on counterfeit goods. And, you know, we saw them uh, pelting the police with stones, um, you know, hitting their vehicles with, uh, with stones and rocks and so on. So the residents who actually were involved in this looting incident last night said that this, in fact, was a revenge on that attack mm. because they said that as South African citizens themselves, they don't go around attacking police, attacking, uh, you know, uh, stoning police vehicles and so on. So how can foreign nationals from outside the country, many of which are undocumented, can be attacking police and uh, undermining the law of South Africa? So they said that they are not happy with this at all. And that this is, uh, you know, as part of a revenge attack, so to say, on these foreign nationals. They say they will not have it and they do not want these foreign nationals. Uh, operating their spaza shops in Soweto anymore. Mm. Now, Sashin, we know, I mean, Soweto is not a small place by any measure. And uh, if we look at some of the townships uh, where we saw this kind of action underway last night, I mean, Morocco, Zamini, Protea, Glen, Dobsonville, Rockville, and uh, uh, Zola, uh, I mean, uh, it uh, certainly does make for a vast land area. And I'm quite interested in uh, what you make of this. So do you get a sense that there was some kind of organization uh, uh, be it informally or, or otherwise, behind this particular action, so much so that, yes, it would be sporadic, but uh, sporadic across more than five townships uh, certainly does, doesn't make it uh, much of a coincidence. Well, when I went into the area this morning, that was the first question on my mind, you know, trying to figure out was this uh, orchestrated or not. And the sense we got from police as well as uh, government was that they seemed to say that this was in fact orchestrated. Because if it was a sporadic incident, it would have happened maybe in White City only, in Kamini only and so on. But Mm. for such an incident... To happen on a vast scale, and you know Soweto is extremely big, it's not uh, a small township. So they say that uh, it is in fact uh, really orchestrated and something needs to be done to stop this uh, from continuing. Because in fact this isn't the first incident. Last year we saw this happening on several occasions where foreign nationals were attacked, their shops were looted. The year before we also saw it happening on quite a number of occasions. And also the main um, sentiment coming out of police is them saying that uh, this is, in fact, more of a criminality-based attack. It isn't uh, what they claim to say that, uh, you know, it's because of the attacks that happened in the CBD two weeks ago and so Mm -hmm. on. Do you get a sense, Sashin, I mean, just on that point, that, uh, you know, here, uh, in essence, what has happened is, uh, you know, a mobilization of some of the uh, Afrophobic sentiment that uh, is indeed prevalent in some of our communities, and that m- linked up with uh, a criminal element that has certainly coordinated these uh, these actions. Well, that is, um, you know, quite uh, a good theory, in fact, because I actually asked the Economic Development MEC that very same question. And he said that in Soweto, there is quite a rise level of poverty as well as unemployment. And uh, he basically uh, said that 
in essence, it was, you know, groups of unemployed uh, people who are suffering from poverty who orchestrated this attack just, you know, for their benefit, for them to get whatever they could out of these stores. Okay, let's pause there for a second, session, and we'll continue our conversation on the other side of this brief break. Also want to use this opportunity to uh, reach out to some of our listeners. Give us a ring here on 089-110-3377, 089-110-3377. Uh, you might be in uh, White City or Emoroka or even Etlamini or Ezola and uh, uh, would want to maybe share with us uh, some of uh, your perspective about what happened last night, uh, what uh, uh, you uh, recall of what happened last night. And uh, more importantly, uh, I guess uh, you might also be wanting to explain the rationale uh, of this. And uh, do you agree that uh, these particular attacks are linked uh, as a retaliation effort uh, to uh, what had happened uh, in the inner city of Johannesburg over the last uh, a week or, or so, I think a week or more or so? Um, uh, where there was a a standoff between law enforcement and some of the informal uh, traders from the immigrant communities in the inner city. Uh, Do you think that, of course, this is a a retaliation or a response to that? If indeed you share that sentiment, do uh, feel free to give us a ring on 089-110-3377. 13 minutes it is after 8 p.m., And uh, we're taking a look at the happenings over the last 24 hours or so in uh, parts of uh, Soweto and places like White City, uh, Morocco, Zamini, Dobsonville and Zola, among many others, uh, where we saw the looting of uh, foreign-owned shops uh, in that uh, township. And uh, as I indicated, I'd love to hear from you. Give us a ring on 089-110-3377. Let us know what you think. Also going to be taking a look at uh, some of the tweets that have come through on this uh, particular matter. And uh, you can also uh, tweet us on at MetroFMSA. Use the hashtag MetroFMTalk. Uh, now, uh, uh, we're going to be joined shortly uh, by uh, one of the uh, communications officers of the Somali uh, Community Board, Mohamed Bulhan. Uh, but uh, before I let you go, uh, a Session, uh, you did indicate to us that you had posed some questions uh, to uh, the... Um, uh, uh, MEC there, Jose uh, Enzora Mokopa, and I'm quite interested in, I guess, uh, the kind of message that uh, uh, the MEC left the community with about how some of these uh, seemingly intractable issues are going to be resolved uh, between the uh, what the community is raising, uh, which is not only what happened in the inner city, but issues of not paying taxes, issues of people not banking their money, uh, and all manner of other concerns uh, that the community is raising. Uh, wh- what did he say, you know, uh, his, I guess, the department is going to do in response? Well, in terms of the situation of looting, he said in the short term, it's up to law enforcement to actually be on the ground, deploy enough members just to ensure that uh, safety is there and nothing gets out of control as it did on Wednesday night. However, that does seem like it's going to be a problem now because many of the residents in the areas that were affected are saying that they don't want these foreign nationals back in their communities operating their spaza shops. They say that the local community members need to start taking things upon themselves and start making businesses, small businesses, spaza shops and so on, to actually uplift the community and, uh, and uh, you know, pick up things for themselves. However, in the long term, he said that the private sector should actually start investing and joining hands with government just to try and create more jobs and employment opportunities in the community. Because one of the major contributing factors to such incidents like looting is the high unemployment rate as well as um, the high poverty rates that is in fact in uh, Soweto. Mm. And he said that if we actually get um, you know, idle minds to work, 
we wouldn't start seeing uh, such high unemployment rates and we won't see, um, you know, acts of criminality, looting and all of that yeah, going on. Yeah. So basically, you know, he's made a call on the private sector to come in, join hands with government and uh, sit around the table and discuss solutions in terms of job creation and so on. So that was basically the main sentiment coming out of him. However, in the meantime, he says that law enforcement needs to be on the ground and just ensure peace and stability in the community. Okay. Thank you so much, uh, Session Naidu, the SABC reporter.